We have a dream. We have a voice. This is the Anchor Nation. The Anchor Nation. The Anchor Nation. The Anchor Nation. Hi, I'm your host, Kevin Touch, and we are the, the Anchor, Anchor Nation. Nation. Hello, Anchor Nation. This is Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Community Radio, and we're back with another episode of the Anchor Nation podcast. Episode 23 with Summer Silvery. Without further ado, I'm going to let Summer introduce herself. Hi, Anchor Nation. It's so awesome to be a part of this podcast today. It's, it's an awesome. I really, really appreciate it. Um, my name is Summer Silvery, and I am an artist illustrator, and I, I'm excited to uh, get this going. Absolutely. I thank you for taking your time out of your day, Summer, to be on the show as well. Appreciate it. No problem. All right, so as you guys know, it's 10 questions plus one with Summer, and we'll start with question one. Question one, what is the social media platform you use the most to promote your content, Summer? Really, really good question. So um, I've been doing my illustration work full-time for about a year now, mm -hmm. and I've been noticed by um, big people, but through Twitter. I do a lot of engagement and reach out through Twitter. Um, but I also do motivational speaking and that kind of engagement through Instagram stories. And so both platforms have been very successful to me for different reasons. No, that's awesome. And it sounds like Twitter, you know, a lot of people, you, they think it's outdated, but if you think about it, there's a lot of resources on Twitter for sure. Oh my gosh, absolutely. There is so many opportunities for you to get your work out there if you if you really want it to between putting on push notifications and um, just public figures and companies being a lot more engaging and authentic with their responses. Um, it's it's great to it's great to push your stuff out there if you want to via Twitter. And yeah, that's what I don't want to spoil the next couple of questions, but for sure, it gives you that incentive like there's somebody watching me out there and it's just a plethora of opportunities, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So question two, kind of kind of your passion side. How has your passion of drawing grown on you since you were young? Oh, my gosh. Um, it's definitely evolved a ton. So I've been drawing since I can remember. I And it's been on pen and paper. Mm -hmm. I've taken dry erase boards with me to college <laughs> just to doodle and concentrate in school just because I could never concentrate and I would just draw. Um, but it's, it's changed a lot because I guess technology has changed and the way that you present your work to people has changed. A year ago, I got an iPad Pro and yeah. um, I started doing illustration work on that and my passion for it got even stronger because I realized how many people I could really reach with um, taking my illustration work digital. That's awesome. And is there, as a quick follow-up, is there any one particular drawing you're working on or something you've worked on that really hits home with your uh, audience? Uh, one particular illustration? Yes. Hmm. I think... I can think of a lot. I mean, I, I have a lot of different ones that I like to do. Um, I don't really do any for myself. No, but I, I do a lot of free illustrations for um, people who are supporting me and following me. And I think those ones mean the most to me, honestly, because um, I try to make them as 
as meaningful to them as possible by what they provide in their bio and on their Instagram pages and stuff. And I think that those hit home to me because I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm someone who cares about you just as much as you care about me. And we don't get a lot of that in this world nowadays. Yes, yeah, kind of like you're showing the love to the, the other user out there, like the other person on the other end. No, just putting the emphasis of, hey, we're, you know, we need this out here. We need, to, we need to show each other that we care about each other for sure. Absolutely. So question three, you're, you're kind of in the personal branding stage, I, um, I'm assuming here. So what is the personal brand you are trying to build? Yeah, so I am just – I was living a normal life. Um, mm-hmm. Going, I went to high school, then I went to college, and I, like – I was going down the normal, societally normal life, I guess, that you could mm-hmm. say. Um, and I was so grateful for it, but I could, oh my gosh, it wasn't the life for me. So I, I guess what I'm trying to show people is that if you feel like you're in this life that doesn't feel like yours, there's there's a way, there's ways you can get out of it and live for you and live your passions and be happy. And um, I just want to, I want to inspire um, especially millennials, I want to inspire millennials that they can, their life isn't already mapped out for them. They have yeah. a choice. Yeah, I think that's the key. I think inspiring others is important in this world because you, know, you can always inspire yourself each day, but if you can inspire someone else to say, I had an impact or just, wow, they've impacted me in a way and kind of use that as a, you know, cross, like cross platforming and just across, you know, motivation. That's yeah. amazing for sure. Yeah. And you want to just, I mean, you want to, you want to inspire people. You want to help people. That should be, that should be a goal of anybody's to, to get somewhere. You want to help people get there too. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's awesome. And I think that's a great brand too, because a lot of people, you know, sometimes they're just out for themselves, but if you could, you know, obviously we're all in it for ourselves, but at the end of the day, you could be in it for yourself and do something for society or just another person. Mm-hmm. I, that, I, it's getting ahead. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. So question four, how is your creations of your illustrations help you motivate others and yourself? So that's a perfect segue. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's perfect. Um, so the, the illustrations that I make, um, like I said before, they're, they're meaningful and some big illustrations that I've made for people, they kind of remind them of their roots and it kind of takes them back and takes them down memory lane and what's, um, means the most to them, I guess. And that's, that's something I really, really strive for because I want people to just be like, oh, wow, like this has value and deeper meaning than just, oh, this is a cool piece of work. Like, awesome. No, it's like, oh my gosh, I remember back when that happened. Oh, this was a big moment for me or something like that. No, I know what you're saying. You're trying, you're trying to create that grassroots feeling of, hey, this, there's, there's just these memories that we could always come back to and. Like we can have the times of you know good times roll for sure. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, just a quick follow: Is there any words in particular you create in your illustrations that really hit home? Any particular message, like just using words? Just using. It, like, any, like uh, I, I see some of your illustrations where you have like words, like words that like just power uh, motivation, just motivational words, like a message. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have. I have a lot. I like quotes and inspiring words. And um, I mean, an illustration that stands out to me that I absolutely love and I've used as my Twitter and Facebook cover a lot is mm-hmm. F the fear and go for it. Um, 
like I've created an illustration like that and then also other ones is just create value inspire positivity stuff like that oh absolutely and that's good because it, it gets the message across for sure absolutely just to be inspiring and be that passionate force in life absolutely all right so question five what is the toughest thing about just building a personal brand that you've seen so far i that's a good that's a really good question i i like this question um so i honestly don't think that it should be hard to build a personal brand and the reason whether you are building one trying to or or not trying to you're building a personal brand Mm -hmm. um so any decision you make throughout your day or whatever is building your personal brand whether you want it to or not but if you have if you have a mindset of what your values are and what what you want to do um for the future and stuff and how you want to affect or impact people then um, I, I guess the toughest thing would be is staying consistent with it via social media and like portraying that to your audience, swaying away from that, those intentions and your values and what you're trying to stand for when building a personal brand. Um, Cause things can get like crazy and stuff, but I, I don't think it should be tough to build a personal brand because the personal brand is who you are. And if you're living true to that, then it shouldn't be hard. Absolutely. And it sounds like consistency is key because anything you do, you got to be consistent. You'll lose engagement for sure. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's how you get your credibility. Cause that credibility and engagement goes, goes hand in hand. Absolutely. For sure. All right. So question six, what is your most accomplishing thing you have accomplished just so far in your drawings, whether it just be impacted a person or you got, you got a message that somebody did something important for you or just what's your most, so far your, your biggest accomplishment. So, uh, like I said before, I've been doing this about a year now, uh, mm-hmm. my illustration work, uh, full time, I'm sorry. And I have, I got the attention of Dwayne Johnson, the rock, the rock. Yeah. And he doesn't follow many people on Twitter, but he follows me and I was able to personally send him my illustration and it's hanging up in his movie trailer right now. Wow. Um, so that was a big one for me. That was huge. And it was so awesome. And he personally sent me a direct message on Twitter and we were able to talk and it was, that was a, that was big for me, especially because I haven't even been doing this a year and this, and this happened. No, that's, that's awesome. You get, you get the rocks, uh, the rocks approval basically. And just be <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, is there anything? Well, I'm sure there's a lot of things humbling about it, but I mean, just to know that you're getting recognized by somebody that important has got to give you motivation to stay to continue. Yeah. And, and it kind of follows up with your, your previous questions is the reason that it stood out to him the most. It was an illustration of all of his past movies that he's, and it was a lot. And the one thing that stood out to him the most was the only quote I put in his illustration, which was, uh-huh. I have seven bucks in my pocket. And one day like I'm broke or something like that that is his story that made him start this whole entire process and built his mindset of like hey I had this and now I have this and that meant so much to him that he retweeted it followed me asked for the illustration to get sent to his trailer so value is very important yeah that that, that's amazing story in itself I mean just to see the value of somebody so big but they took time to appreciate just art in general it's it's amazing absolutely yes 
That's a great story for sure, absolutely. So question seven. I know you've been kind of in the moving and traveling stage. How has moving and traveling all across the country changed your perspective and stability? I love this question too. <laughs> um, this is a very good question. So before I moved, this past year I moved from Ohio to Silicon Valley to LA. And when I was living in Ohio, I had a house. I had, I mean, every room room was full of stuff. I had like a closet full of clothes and just anything a normal person would have in a house. And um, I downsized to two suitcases and um, a temporary place of living. So I only have two suitcases to my name. I don't even have a car. I sold it. And I learned, and this is huge, stability is, for so long I thought stability was everything that, around you that you had. Whether it was the house that you lived in, the car you had, stability, like that, the things. But if you are stable with your mindset and you're stable from within, then you can make anything happen. So stability, that has changed so much for me because when you're stable with you, everything else around you becomes stable. No, it makes sense because I think if you want to, if you want to create an atmosphere of stability, that's no problem. But if you want to create an atmosphere of creativity and you want to be different and strive to be different, then you kind of just have to evolve and move and change. So would you say just kind of downsizing your, just your stability helped you in the process or just you're kind of still figuring out as you go? Um, so I, I, through the transition, I pretty much learned that it's, I mean, this, I know there's like a, there's a question coming up that mm-hmm. could answer some of the, what I'm going to, I don't want to like answer both, but, um. Yeah, I think what you said. No, I said just being that creative. Okay, the creative. I got the creative atmosphere. I feel you. Yeah. So, I think that's important though, because a lot of people in this world they sometimes think, "Oh, I got to have everything. I got to have everything." But sometimes, if you just appreciate the the value and just take it at face value, like you said, we're the same. We're all connected to this. If you just take things at face value and you can work with it, then you still got you still got time to create. And, innovate it's awesome and there you're not distracted i mean there's so many things that can distract you when you have so much stuff and when you're just like minimal and you just have yourself and like i don't know a couple outfits and stuff you just you hunker down and you there's no distractions yeah that low-key mentality i I like that because you know a lot of people think oh the low key is it it safe to use or not yeah low key being low key is not a problem when Mm -hmm. it comes to just personal value it's it's awesome yeah so question eight, what is the most inspirational thing you can say to an up-and-coming artist? I would 100, actually, I would 1,000% say never get intimidated by what other people are doing and if you think they're doing something similar to you. Because if you stop yourself from doing what you think other people are doing, saturated, I mean, you're that's just not good because no one has your brain. No one has your mindset. No one thinks the way that you think. Mm-hmm. So don't sell yourself short and just go all in. Yeah. That, that's a good point. You know, I think too many people realize that the first opinion, yeah, it does matter, but it doesn't matter. Nothing. If they, if they criticize you, just let it go. You know, just, just, mm-hmm. just, just use that as motivation. I think that's important that we don't let those opinions affect our mindset of what we have to do with the end goal for sure. Yes. 100%. 
Awesome, awesome. So the question now, this might be the question, how is your ongoing impact with the word and the, and the art help you make you a better person or just help make someone else a better person? What I've been doing has, has, had, a, has had an effect on a lot of people, and I get a lot of direct messages and stuff um, of people – saying that my stuff is resonating with them or they really enjoy it and stuff. And if I'm able to better the lives of people around me or people watching, that that automatically makes me better. I mean, better as a person because if I can help motivate someone, that motivates me to keep going. That's an awesome message because I think it's kind of like we said a couple questions ago, but it's just the theory of you can help yourself first. And then you can push push that out to somebody else and they, you know, connect with somebody else and you get that world of connection going. And you're helping all these other people at the same time. They'll look back at your work and be like, well, this was the original here. This is amazing. You know, I, I think that that is a great motivation to have every day. Mm-hmm. To have, that, that's 100% right. Because if you don't if you don't have that theory of I'm going to help somebody today, sometimes you'll you'll feel like you're too inclined to help yourself. So I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So our final two questions here just kind of ties the interview together. Question 10, what is your goals in the next five years? Was this your personality, your work, um, your, your anchor station, if you grow that, and just in general? Yeah, this question is hard for me because because um, I don't even know what's going to happen in the next couple weeks to month, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so ideally, I, I mean, I have so many plans and stuff for myself, but um, – I this question's so hard. Um, I love motivational speaking. I love being an illustrator. I want to incorporate that in par- in apparel. I want to do tons of different stuff with cartoon work, animation stuff, like tons of stuff. But with the way technology is and the way that society is flying. innovating things and just exposure and everything you never know what can happen and you never know what opportunities will come your way so it's really it's it's hard to talk about this kind of stuff just because you don't know what could fall into your lap what kind of opportunity could you have to be open to it all absolutely i think that's okay because if you just kind of take it day by day rather than this question like i said some people don't know the answer that's all right you know just kind of playing playing every second as a second rather than playing every every day is the next couple of weeks is a better strategy than, you know, thinking about it in five years. So I understand where you come from. Mm-hmm. There's no problem. And our goals change every second too. So there's no, there's no, there's no rush on the answer. It's all good. <laughs> all right. So question 11 is just a bonus question. Also the fun facts segment. What is one thing you like to tell the anchor nation that they name that they may not know about you? And it can be a fun fact too. Hmm. Well, before, before I started doodling all the time, um, I was on the piano at age eight playing it, and I had no idea how to read music or anything, mm-hmm. but I could dream songs and then play them. That's really crazy. random, really weird, but yeah, that's a, that's a fun fact. Yeah, so guys, the next time, next time we go to a piano lesson, 
Summer's your girl. <laughs> but no, no, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm joking. But uh, the point, that's cool because, you know, I think they do say, like, there's a direct correlation between just the music and the art game. You know, there's it, that, that, whole left, that whole left side, right side brain mentality for sure. Oh, absolutely. I, I completely agree with that. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's amazing, though, how just we can be so expressive in just anything we do. And I think that's important just to wrap mm-hmm. it up here. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, guys, I'd like to thank Summer for her time on the Anchor Nation interview. Appreciate her taking time out of her day and her busy schedule to come on. But before we go, would you like to DM your social media, Summer? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my social media is at Summer Silvery. So S-U-M-M-E-R, like the season. And then Silvery, S-I-L, V as in Victor, E-R-Y. Perfect. And, we'll find, and then Summer Silvery on Anchor, guys, for those of you who don't know. All right, Summer, thank you so much for your time. I'd like to thank all the listeners out there in Anchorland for listening in to the Anchor Nation podcast. Really appreciate your time. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so, so much. And thank you, Anchor Nation, for listening. Absolutely. There you go, guys. Summer just already gave her final message there. I didn't have to say anything. Perfect. Thanks. (laughs) Perfect. That's what's up. But uh, thank you again, Summer. Really appreciate the time. And uh, thanks again to the listeners out there. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. I want to shout out Summer Silvery for coming on the Anchor Nation. Appreciate her time and dedication to the show. Appreciate her work ethic. If you haven't followed Summer, definitely give her a follow on Instagram. Definitely check out her journey, her hustle, her grind. Keep it easy. And thank you again, Summer, for coming on the Anchor Nation. Hi, Anchor Nation. This is Kevin Touch of Anchor Nation Community Radio. And I'd like to say thank you for listening to the Anchor Nation podcast. If you'd like to book an interview or DM me on Instagram, Follow me at The Anchor Nation. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, it is also under The Anchor Nation. Thank you for listening and enjoy.